Hey guys, Tyson the Bench Killer Media here. Uh, just at the conclusion of the Chargers and Raiders game. Uh, it's a little bit late because of the lightning delay, put things a little back, but um, happy to be with you guys for week four review. Uh, again, uh, thanks for tuning into the show. I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Queen City Breaks. Uh, Harris Avery and the guys over there have a lot of different breaks to offer. Uh, single box, uh, half case, full case, Bowman Chrome has been pretty hot, pretty hot lately. And if you want $10 off your first break with them, just mention behind the numbers, and you get $10 in break credit. But I really enjoy their breaks. Go check them out, Queen City Breaks on Facebook. So let's get to it, guys. So week four, um, pretty crazy week. I mean, pretty crazy week in the sense of we're seeing a lot of young talent do well, which is great for the hobby. It's great for the game. And I think that that makes it fun for us collectors. And so I'm just really excited about that. Um, we'll kind of get more in depth on the injuries on Thursday a bit as things start to kind of materialize in terms of who's like out for how long. Not much has changed. Two is still out. Like Wentz played through his injury again. It was a little bit better. McCaffrey's out. Cook played very little. Nine carries. A.J. Brown and Julio were out. Uh, Dalton <clears throat> didn't play, so Fields got to start again. Uh, are kind of the big ones to kind of mention. Uh, but we'll kind of get more update about how long maybe get Chris back on the show uh, for Thursday, get some some more detailed updates. So the first thing I want to dive into before we actually get into the week review, I just want to give a little bit of like a card grading take. And, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, again, at numbers underscore behind, had a couple <clears throat> hate HGA tweets and see all these tweets about, you know, SGC sucks or PSA is the only thing that matters. And, you know, I understand that people want to commit to a company or they just, it's PSA all the way. And PSA is the best value. Their cards sell for the most. And I completely understand. I guess what baffles me <clears throat> is that when people um, see a mistake through HGA or see a mistake through BGS or FCG and all these new grading companies, just rip them to shreds. And I think that's odd because one PSA makes mistakes as well. Uh, PSA was one of the easier places to gym. That's why most people went to PSA at the time because the BGS 9.5s didn't sell for as much and BGS 10 was really hard. So people just felt comfortable hitting the PSA 10 pretty consistently. So they went with that. But the thing that I keep wondering of all these like PC, uh, PSA like truthers, you'll say, is that why do we ignore that they've held so, so many of our cards for over a year? And that's not a factor in our support of them. Um, I've had cards there for almost 11 months now. Uh, I've built a house in the time that my cards have been to PSA and not back yet. I'm moving into my house on October 20th. And I remember I sent the cards off like right when the foundation was broke. And that's just, that's incredible. And my house got delayed even. So like even I was late on that. So I just think we can nitpick, you know, spelling errors and, well, there's no way this centering is good from this company and all those things. And that's all subjective. We're going to have subjectivity and variance in all of the grading avenues we go and all the resubs that get different grades a second time. I mean, that stuff's going to happen. Um, but I just think it's funny that like we're just PSA all the way. Okay, that's fine. You like PSA, no big deal. The value's there. But I guess I just don't understand why the PSA truthers or people like that are just okay with them holding our cards for so long and costing us a lot of money. Uh, a lot of people had a lot of cards in there. I mean, I've had a Zion red, white, and blue there for over 11 months now. Uh, maybe I should have sent it faster. Sure, it was all those things, but it's just like, that's not that's not exactly awesome business. So uh, just kind of my grading card take. I think, in my opinion, it's great to give these new companies a chance. It's a great to give other people a chance at slabbing cards and giving a you know a good a good grade for the card. I think for me, most of it's just slabbed 
generally the card's in good condition, whether it's a nine to 9.5 to 10 or whatever it gets. And that's kind of good enough for me when it comes to my PC cards for sure. So uh, when it comes to the obviously selling PSA is a better option because they're commanding the best value, but it's a matter of how long can you wait? Uh, but that's just kind of my grading card take. I'd love to hear you guys' grading card takes. It's not a grading card um, uh, like show. I just wanted to mention that because I got a little discussion on Twitter with some guys, and I thought they made some good points, and I just wanted to hear what you guys think. So um, I know, anyway, on, onward and upward here to the week four review. Um, so first off, I know Allen and the Bills dismantled the Texans and Mills. Uh, Mills had one of the worst quarterback performances we've seen in a long time. Almost uh, Peterman bad, <laughs> if you remember Peterman for the Bills, who was very atrocious. Um, but he had four picks, 80 yards passing. Uh, very tough day for him against that defense. And that defense is for real. I'm really excited for a Sunday night game next week. Probably easily the game of the week is going to be Bills against KC. KC really needs to get a win to keep up with the division. And the Bills defense are playing really well. So I really look forward to that game next week. Uh, Fields got on the start again because Dalton wasn't quite ready. Uh, Fields was better in the win over Detroit. I mean, he, he was better. I wouldn't say a great, but he was better and more efficient. Uh, definitely, I mean, he had what, six completions, I think, in the week before and was sacked like nine times. So it was a completely different story. Uh, no touchdowns, one pick. Um, but overall, pretty good getting the win, which is important. Uh, Dak and Dallas are impressive in the win against Carolina. Dak spread the ball around. You know, he hit a lot of different receivers uh, and got a lot of different uh, touchdown passes, different guys. But Lamb was pretty uh, not really available in that game in terms of he was just getting covered a lot or doubled a lot. But Cooper and Lamb were pretty quiet, so he was hitting a lot of other guys. Uh, Zeke kind of got back on track as well. You know, Darnold looked good. He saw three yards passing, two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. Uh, he had two picks, though, but overall, I think it's still a pretty good, pretty good game for him. So I think that's pretty encouraging for Carolina still even losing at Dallas. is a tough game for them. So I'm still liking what I'm seeing from Darnold, seeing it three and one. Uh, they got a big game next week against Philly that I think will be good for both quarterbacks there, Darnold and Hurts, in terms of their hobby push. Uh, Colts get must win over Miami, so they go. Up to one and three with Miami dropping to one and three. So Miami's really reeling right now. Uh, it's just going to be tough for them to tread water without Tua. When they do get Tua, it might be too little too late. Um, but Taylor's 100 yards and one touchdown. So he did close 100 yards. Wasn't a big game, but still 100 yards is good to see. Wentz was solid, not great, nothing to really, you know, nothing massive in terms of his hobby push or fantasy push. Uh, but they got the win. So they're still alive, uh, especially with the Titans falling, which we'll get to. Uh, Browns key key road win for the Browns at Minnesota. Minnesota's been playing really well. They had Arizona on the ropes uh, in Arizona. They should have won if they didn't botch a field goal um, a couple weeks ago. And then they played the Browns pretty tough all game. Uh, Jefferson impressive again. Another solid game with a touchdown for him. Uh, but I'm really concerned about Baker's lack of weapons. He really has not like not a lot to throw to. Uh, with Landry going down, you kind of see that was kind of a big a big uh, blank safety blanket for him. And I just feel like his weapons are pretty weak besides the running game. So uh, you can see it in his numbers. So I'm a little worried about that. Uh, Saints stumble, stumble against the Giants at home. So, you know, Saints have been really confusing. You know, kill Green Bay, get smashed by Carolina, beat New England, and then get beat by the Giants. So I'm not sure if the Saints are good or not. They're a very confusing team right now. They're back and forth in terms of it depends how well their defense does. And their defense didn't get the stops they needed this game, so they lost. Um, they got lost in overtime with Barkley getting a touchdown. So a very interesting game there. Deion Jones was impressive. He had 400 yards passing. Uh, it's a good good step for him. That's a good defense. So I'd like to see if Daniel Jones can build on that. If the Giants can build on that, that could be good for uh, Jones' uh, hobby balance going forward. Uh, Wilson brings back the Jets uh, for first win. So both New York teams get on the board with wins the same week, which is good. Uh, Tannehill struggles. You know, I said put struggles, but his receivers are both out. Um, so I, went, I guess struggle isn't fair. 
but the, he definitely had to use a lot of different people. Uh, There's like, and he had nine or 10 different guys catching the ball from at some point. Henry was solid as usual. Just the Jets just kind of made big plays on the stretch and the Titans secondary has been a problem all season. And Wilson was able to get some uh, such on passes on him. So a uh, big win for Wilson, kind of a nice little comeback win for him, a little confidence builder, almost 300 yards, which we'll get to his numbers in a bit, but definitely a good step for Wilson. So if he was, Getting pretty pretty scary for us there, so nice to see some some life. Hurts uh, and Mahomes have a shootout in typical KC fashion. Those track meets that Kansas City tends to instill in different games. Hurts uh, over 400 yards total offense. Uh, Mahomes had five touchdowns and CH was solid again. So ever since I said he'd sell him, he's been pretty solid. So uh, he had over 100 yards rushing again, like seven yards of carry. So CH showing some life, so that's really good. I mean, the biggest surprise to me of the week was how bad Arizona beat the Rams. Um, I'm not saying, but I just thought how easily it seemed they did it was very surprising to me. Not that they, not that the Cardinals won. Um, Kyler was really impressive again, just kind of pushing that MVP chant. Uh, those MVP odds we talked about on the last show. I think that's getting his drum beats getting louder and louder with these type of wins. So that's big for him. Uh, you know, Stafford's wasn't great, wasn't bad. Just Arizona's outplayed him. Arizona got the pressures and the stops they need to. And I, I'm actually been pretty surprised by Arizona's defense. Arizona's defense is competing with that tough, other tough defenses in that division. So that's kind of what they needed. And I think that's good for them in a chance to win that division. Uh, Jimmy G got hurt against Seattle. And so Lance came in. I will get to his numbers in a bit. But San Fran loses Seattle. Uh, not a lot of numbers in this kind of a, uh, you know, I think Wilson had three touchdowns, but one rushing, two passing, under 150 yards passing overall. Uh, so it wasn't a big... Uh, statistical game uh but seattle comes away with a big win so they don't fall to one and three uh baltimore puts denver back into reality bridgewater got concussion Locke was terrible when he came in uh did not look good at all uh, lamar 300 yards really nice day overall and tough tough defense for baltimore and it, lamar did that against a tough defense of denver so overall pretty good game for baltimore there big win for them uh green bay handles pits e like handles them easily uh they pretty much control the whole game uh pit falls to one and three and aj Dillon had the same amount of carries as aaron jones there so um start i don't know if that was just the game flow but aj Dillon, he was pretty effective almost 90 yards rushing so something to watch definitely to watch i know some aj Dillon cards out of 2020 uh people still kind of have they're very cheap uh, but if he gets going he's definitely that cold uh cold weather type of running back in green bay that really could be good down the stretch for them so uh, i have him in a lot of fantasy leagues i just think he's a guy that towards the end of the stretch they might lean on him a bit more so keep an eye on him for sure Brady edges Belichick, but Mac Jones is really impressive. We'll get to his numbers there, but just a uh, slightly missed field goal by Folk at the end on a very tough field goal in the rain, uh, but hit the field left upright and just clinged off. So very tough loss for Belichick, but overall very fun game to watch. It was as advertised, so it was a good one. And then tonight, Herbert was strong in the first half, uh, three touchdowns first half, like 200-some yards. He slowed down the second half, but they held on to just beat Las Vegas pretty handily, 28-14, uh, to 14, I believe was the final score. Uh, Carr definitely kind of back to old Carr a bit. He struggled, had some turnovers. Uh, so definitely uh, it was tough for them. Jacobs, he played, but he's just, yeah, man, he's just not getting going anymore. It just seems like that first year stuff we saw in terms of what he could be, just the injuries, and he just kind of thinks like he's losing a step here and there. So definitely concerned about Jacobs going forward, just his usage and his durability continues to be an issue. So overall, a pretty big week. Like I said, it's really nice to see Herbert and Kyler do some good things. Those young guys doing well is definitely fun for the hobby. Um, let's get into the rookie production to get those numbers. Those guys, those 2021 Donruss cards that we're chasing. Again, we're moving to parallels. There's a lot of base out there. The base cards that we talked about last week are down 30%. I'll get you another update this Thursday where they're hitting about, but I'm sure they're getting close to bottom dollar on the base cards. 
Uh, but yeah, Trevor Lawrence was 17 for 24 on Thursday. We talked about him already on the Thursday night show. 204, eight rushes for 36 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mac Jones, 31 of 40, 275, two touchdowns, one pick. Very efficient. Very, like, just really good game to see him on national TV. I thought that, I was super impressed with him. Uh, Zach Wilson, 21 of 34 for 297, two TDs, one pick. Justin Fields, 11 of 17, 209, one pick, three rushes for nine yards. Trey Lance, 9 of 18 for 157, two TDs, seven rushes for 41 yards. Kind of a sketchy line there because he had about a 75-yard touchdown that was just gifted. Broken coverage. Debo Samuel was just running free on the sideline, and he hit him, and he ran all the way in. So nice little stat booster for him. So his his line's a little inflated, uh, but he did show some flashes, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. Jamar Chase saw it again, 6 for 77. Devonta had a nice 100-yard game, 7 for 122. Uh, Waddle kind of came back to earth a bit. Only had four targets, three catches for 33. Uh, Kyle Pitts, four for 50, so some life. But the concerning part there is on nine targets, so not, not very efficient. You know, you're getting the ball thrown at you nine times. You only come you come down with less than 50% of them. That's not a good rate. Uh, so that's hopefully that gets a little bit better for him. Uh, Najee is 15 for 62 and a touchdown on the ground with six catches for 29. Javante Williams, seven for 41 and three for 11. Javante is a guy I'd be watching. Um, I know we don't have a lot of big rookie cards right now of him. With Donruss probably not being the one you'd go for, but when Mosaic or Prism comes out, he might be a sneaky guy to kind of watch. He's just been really, really good in his yards per carry, uh, pretty explosive, and I think that he's a guy that's going to slowly take over that that job as Melvin. You know, Melvin's just – I think it's safe to say Melvin's on the decline, and he also had kind of bad knees, and I'm not sure how long Melvin will last, but definitely Javante's a guy I'm watching. Uh, yeah, here's so Mills' line was uh, – Davis Mills' line against the Bills, 11 for 21, 87 yards, four picks, so – uh, one of the uglier games you'll ever see. And then Trey Sermon starting to get a little steam with San Fran with the injuries. He had 19 for 89. Pretty solid game. Nothing amazing, but pretty solid. So some guys just noticed that were kind of hot and cold this week. Uh, Baker was cold. I told you the Minnesota's defense played him tough. Again, I'm worried about his weapons. He was 15 for 33 for 155. Uh, no touchdowns, no picks, but just a really kind of ugly stat line. Uh, Dalvin was only nine for 34. So he's a second week cold last week is cold because injury this week come back. Hasn't really shown much. So again, if we get a nice big game from him, I'm a strong sell there for sure. Uh, Tom Brady, I just put it cold just because he didn't get any touchdowns against Tampa Bay on the, uh, throwing he's 22 for 43, 269, no touchdowns. So, you know, more is kind of put him on your cold. He's 22 to 43. It's a very low percentage for Tom. Uh, Brady is like, I thought he'd be a little bit more efficient that game, but obviously that New England defense knows him quite well, but uh, just very interesting stat line. So he's cold, but he's still obviously heavy in the MVP race. Um, hot players, Debo Samuels, he had that one catch, but still had eight for 156 and two touchdowns on the day. So overall his day was still pretty massive, even with that 70 yard touchdown. Jalen Hurts, 400 yards of total offense, no turnovers. So the biggest thing for Hurts was no turnovers to me. I think that that um that's what i want to see from him just the lack like little mistakes be very efficient uh but you know casey really kind of just you get those track meets and these big numbers come and i'm just still not going to hang my hat on that for hertz i next week against the panthers i'm really going to be watching him close if he comes you know we're talking about a second but if he comes out and plays well against the panthers i'll get a little bit closer to being a believer uh, mahomes five td that's obviously a high week, hot week anytime you have five touchdowns you're you're doing pretty well. And then DJ Moore, it's kind of a guy that's been on my sleeper list for a couple seasons, you know, last season at the end, this season, the preseason. I just think that, you know, we finally got that quarterback to throw deep to him. Eight for 113, two touchdowns. Uh, he's he's having a great year so far. He's put up some great numbers. Uh, really nice receiver one for them. So he's I'm excited to see what he can do. Again, just want to mention my sponsor, Queen City Breaks, the Facebook group. Again, go check them out. They break all different, like baseball, basketball, football. 
Uh, Harris and Avery, the guys do a great job with the shipping. Uh, everything gets to me quick. I really appreciate them for that. And again, $10 off. You mentioned behind the numbers when you get into a break with them. So just go look on Facebook, Queen City Breaks, and tell them that behind the numbers sent you. All right. So five takeaways, guys, to get us out of here. Okay, takeaways from week three. Kyler and Herbert really making a, like our card holders happy with their play in four weeks. So they're both combined seven and one, both leading their divisions, both playing, putting up great numbers, and they're both in their second and third year in the league. And I just think that the, the youth and the kind of movement of them becoming elite quarterbacks in the league is exciting for us with the cards and exciting for us as just a league. So definitely enjoying watching Herbert and Kyler right now. They've been really exciting, and I'm glad I have a couple of their cards myself. Mac Jones is just, he's just really impressing me. His quick release, his poise, I just, I'm really surprised. And I think the biggest thing for me that's surprising is he doesn't have a lot of offensive weapons. He's got Nelson Aguilar, he's got Jacoby Myers, he's got uh, Bourne, just like all these guys have kind of been decent in spots of teams. But, and he's just, he's really just reading the field. He's got a quick release. Uh, I just, I'm really impressed. And I think the Patriots kind of struck gold with him, him being the fifth quarterback taken. Uh, I think they're going to, they have another guy potentially can lead that franchise for like a long time. So really good job by the Patriots. Good, good drafting. Uh, but it's early, but I'm just really impressed with what I've seen from him. Like, Tampa Bay is a really good defense too. So that was not a shootout type defense. And it was in the rain. A lot of impressive things. I'm just really impressed with Mac Jones. The reason his card's number one Donner's rookie right now. Uh, he's been really impressive. Uh, Lance, I just want to say with Lance, he, he looked really, he looked raw. Like he's throwing five yard dig routes, hundred miles an hour. And I was watching, like watching a lot of his things and like a lot of the receivers were catching the ball, like behind their head. Cause he's just throwing it so hard. Um, and it looks a lot like Josh Allen year one, Josh Allen came into the league with just a laser arm. They knew had the legs to move and they're just hoping to figure out the touch and the, uh, the accuracy a bit. I think that's kind of the same plan for Lance. He definitely is just winging it and has the speed and he can be a runner as well. So just kind of be patient with Lance. I think the passing passing, uh, passing efficiency uh, could be a slow to come, but I think give him some time just like we took for Allen and his breakout. Big Ben's done. I mean, Pitt, he just can't move. If he was watching Big Ben, he just can't move. And he, he was struggling last year to move a bit, but he was still a little bit savvy that he could still make plays and do his normal Roethlisberger stuff. Right now, he just seems like he can't move at all. He just age just kind of caught up to him, and I just don't see Pittsburgh being able to do anything with him at quarterback. And Pittsburgh's in trouble. I mean, they, they don't have a plan for quarterback. They have nothing in the works in the, you know, on the team. I mean, I know they have Haskins backing him up. But I just I haven't heard any good things about Haskins at this point. Maybe some flyers on Haskins could be in your future uh, for some Haskins rookie cards. But right now, Big Ben, I just don't think he can get it done. Uh, so that's a little bit discouraging because I, I thought they would be another year of just seeing the offense clicking relatively well with bringing in Najee Harris. So unfortunately, Big Ben does not look good. And then I kind of already went over this part, but again, Hurts took a step this week. Um, he put up great numbers with no turnovers. It gets a, a good team. Uh, next week in Carolina, their front seven's pretty tough. With, they have great corners as well. So if he can do it next week, then I'm going to start. I'll stop saying sell Hurts, but I'm still feeling like today was still a good sell right now off that high game against the Chiefs. Uh, they're still one and three. Um, they're not, you know, as a team, they're not kind of where they want to be. So if they lose next week and drop to one and four, it's going to get tougher to be kind of. Even the Eagles have to be a full believer in Hertz. So we'll kind of see where that goes with Hertz. Uh, but again, guys, follow me at numbers underscore behind. Um, and also, again, please submit your vintage cards. If you have an awesome vintage NFL card that you just enjoy, I'd love for you just to uh, mention, mention it to me at uh, numbers underscore behind on Twitter. I'd happy to give you a shout out and show your card. And uh, we'll talk about the set. It's fun to kind of learn about these older sets and just see what different people like about them. So I uh, hope you guys had a great week four and enjoyed it. Okay, we're on to week five, and I will see you guys on Thursday.
Appreciate it.